What is going on, everybody? It's Paul Line. I'm Planet Rob. We are doing ghost stories today. We got Rome, 1030, of course. What's going on, y'all? We got the lovely Diana. Hello, hello. We got Arnold. Hello. And the man with extreme passion, Flores. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing this week? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. A little tired. I went out last night. A little tired? Oh, yeah, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's actually good to actually go out. Being locked up for about a well, pretty much a year now. A year, a uh, year and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. being well, locked up. Well, the, where do I? They can I can I explain where I went? Yeah, go. Yeah. Um. Go so I went to a club in Kanoa Park. I think I said that right. I think so. Um, it's called Vive, but it seems to me it always looks like COVID doesn't exist because it's they pack it up. It's not like it's a huge club, like a huge you know area. Yeah, so they pack it up, and then nobody's wearing a mask. I think I only saw one person, and he looked like, you know, off. He looked like he doesn't belong there. But um, it was fun, just that uh, it's too packed. You can't even dance. Like the dance floor. You have to dance, like, in the corner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it was to pass the time, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Just to relieve some tension. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody's trying to get out of their cage, so I don't... I'm not surprised, you know. I'm surprised nobody's getting over going overboard with that. I'm sure there is. There will be. There is a countdown. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. How are you guys week going, Arnold Flores? I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm mad because I actually saw the Mayweather fight and it was oh, man. Oh, it was yeah. like garbage. We watched on. TikTok. Is that true that they ended up like? Well, it went eight rounds. It was just horrible. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, I saw bits and pieces of it like working back there, but. It looked horrible as fuck. My weekend has been busy. Mm. Work sucks. But other than that, I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like you had a pretty tense, <laughs> tense day today. <laughs> I'm trying to relax, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to relax, but it's like I get home and it's like I look at my PS5, my TV. I'm like, do I want to play? No, nah, not really. And they just lay on this couch and do nothing for a good couple hours. And then then I'm like, okay, maybe I'm in the mood now. Yeah, but it takes of, me like two hours to like decompress at home because I'm just Just regroup tired. your thoughts and yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like recuperating and like just getting ready for the next bullshit day, you know. So <laughs> I get that. I didn't do shit at work today. No? No. Not one so, bit. So you you let people steal and everything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have gone. I should have gone. gone today, right? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Pretty much what I did for work. Uh, for the record, if people don't know, I am a loss prevention supervisor, so pretty much, yeah, I mitigate shrink from shoplifters, whatever. Officer. Office. Supervisor. Oh, my bad. Yeah. An Correct. officer? No, fuck no. Well, you have a badge. You have a badge though. Yeah. You have a badge. Yeah. From where? From. Uh, but I'm a supervisor. I'm. I, You're I, above I, that. I'm above that shit. Oh, okay, my I'm bad. above pay grade. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I make my own schedule. I tell oh, you. Damn. I tell you what time it is. Oh man. All <laughs> but, right. But uh, yeah, I didn't do shit. Pretty much went to work. I just edited my clips on my streams and watched the uh, the boxing fight, which was bullshit. Yeah. But other than that, that's what I'm hearing. I was just counting down my time to come over here to podcast and start the night. Let's go. Well, uh, so 
Yeah, that's what I was looking forward to today too. You know, yeah. I was like, you know, this day's been bullshit, but you know what? At least I have this to come to. You know? Thank you, man. To hang out with y'all. You know, you guys are all, you're, you guys are always fucking welcome. Right so sweet. You got you guys are making the show. You know that, right? Fuck you. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm not a character. I don't have. I don't have that personality to be a character, <laughs> but this is what I want to do. I'm just want to yeah, have a simple you. conversation with everybody, just hang out, you know. Like honestly, like you know, we we live together. Mm-hmm. Like people don't know, we do live together, yeah. Rob and and I. I know now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have conversations like this, yeah. like you know, personal conversations, and we have talked about like doing a podcast mm-hmm. or like uh, doing um, what is it, the videos on oh, YouTube? The, the, yeah, vlogging kind vlogging. of vlogging. Yeah. But we never find like our family, especially my family, is very shy. Like once you put the <laughs> point the camera at them or like yeah. do a mic on, especially me too. Like I get like that too. <laughs> um, they just get you know quiet. Yeah. So like doing this with you guys, it seems like it's you know more like fun. Yeah, you're going through that barrier. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because it's kind of like how I said before. It's like you kind of take yourself out of the idea that you're doing this so that a bunch of people can watch it, but more. You're doing it so that you can talk, yeah, to friends, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. about the shit. Well, that, that's that's the mind. idea. I mean, the, the idea is to, I think, Flora said in the first show he was on. Let's not think about whoever's gonna listen. We're not talking to them. We can talk to them if they call in this and that, but let's just talk to one another. And yeah, I mean, the really the only thing I I would say is, if we're speaking to each other, the only way we can hear you is speaking to the mic. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's kind of. But uh, let's get to the main topic today. Um, main topic is before it gets too late because I think we have only about an hour. Well, according to I can't talk Arnold. about it after twelve. All right. I can't. Explain, My culture. Explain for the po- on the podcast and the stream why you cannot talk so, about it after twelve. In my col- I'm Cuban. In my culture, when you speak about spirits or anything uh, like demonic after mm-hmm. twelve, uh, it attaches to you. Okay. So, I can't talk about it after 12. Oh, that's fine. We, we I'm scared. Go, we could get some eggs and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could get some so eggs yeah, and rub that, it on that's if can That's why I can't do it. I uh, can... Like, you guys can't. I can't. You can't speak Wait, about can, it. Can I can't, you hear okay. it? I can hear it, but I can't oh. speak about so it. So how about how about we do this? How about we... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah, it. We'll get to it. empty out Arnold first. Yeah. And then we'll move on to... Yeah. Empty him out. Okay. Oh, so... Uh, everybody on the podcast, I don't think we've actually explained it, but tonight is going to be ghost stories. Any kind of uh, premonitions, uh, uh, spirits, or things that you have seen, uh, maybe at home, at work, in a, an abandoned building or hospital or anything like that. Um, I want to hear it from everybody. Uh, but tonight, since we do have a... That's my fault. My bad. Mm-hmm. But since tonight we do have uh, limited time to speak on that, let's start with Arnold. You got a ghost story, brother? Okay, I got a few, but I'm going to talk about when I first saw something. Mm. What? Oh, louder? Yeah. Okay, so I was about, like, I think I was 12. Mm. And I was alone with my grandma at my aunt's house. I didn't go to school that day. I just stayed home. And my grandma was asleep. So I went to, uh, to the kitchen to go get some Oreos. I walk back. I walk over there, get some milk, get some Oreos. But as I'm walking back, I see someone looking at me. And I shit you not, like this, like I freeze. But I can see, I have really good peripherals. So I can see someone just looking at me. And when I look to my left, there's a guy just sitting down like this, just looking at me. 
Thanks. On a, on legs a, crossed. On a chair? On a, no, on the couch. Oh, okay. And he, he has ripped clothes. And I didn't know what to do, so I just ran. Yeah. I just ran. And I woke my grandma up. I didn't I didn't say anything to her. But I went to I went to the doctor and I told my aunt, I was like, hey, I'm gonna sound crazy, but I saw someone at the house. And she was like, What do you mean? I was like, I saw an old man ripped up clothes just looking at me. And then that's when she um she said that it's in my family that it's in my genes, like it's it's in my culture that we can see things. Okay. So that was the first time I seen something. Yeah. That was the first so that how old were you? I was twelve. I was twelve, so I was still pretty young. Yeah. But getting up there, I was getting up there. Yeah. But you're able to comprehend, like, oh shit, that's something that I didn't know. I I just thought I was tripping out. Uh But then later on, my grandma told me, "Oh, in our family, we have a gift where we can see things, and I can sometimes see things." And a podcast, I, I I may sound crazy, but true story. Like this guy right here next to me, he's seen things, but uh. That one wasn't so scary. I had a really scary one. Go for it, man. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're here for, brother. <laughs> Hold on. It's pretty. Uh. <laughs> you okay? Uh, hey, it gives you chills yeah, to talk yeah, about it. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. You're getting me scared now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, I was, uh, I believe I was 16 at the time. And I was staying with Monko, Monko Smani. And I was going to Rashida High. And... He would just leave me by, by by myself at the house. It was normal. It was normal. And I hear like someone trying to open the door, and I think it's my uncle. So I'm I'm like, oh, he's messing around with me. He can't open it. And then I look to the window, and there's nobody there. There's nobody there. And yeah, the door and, and the doorknob is still moving. And then I just run to my room, right. But as I'm walking to my room, I see something jump into my room. So I had a long, I had a long hallway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the living room's right here. I run into the hallway. I have to go up and take a left. As I walk into the hallway, there's something just standing there, and it jumps into my room. So you guys were at the end, each yeah. at the end of the yeah. hallway, and he just and it just like walked into my room, and I'm just like, what the fuck do I do? Uh-huh. And I'm scared. So I run to my uncle's room. I try closing the door. I close it, right? But it's, like, weird. So I'm trying to close it. It doesn't close. I don't know where it just, boom, closes. And then all you hear is. You're lying. I swear I'm not lying. Really? Oh, my God. I swear I'm not lying. I'm out, bro. I'm not lying. And all you hear is, like, like no, scratching, scratching. Lying. Knocking and scratching. And, I, and then I'm just, I'm crying. I'm I, when I was younger, I was a little bitch, guys. I was a little bitch. So I was fucking scared. I was scared shitless. And this is why, like, everything was dark. I used to love being in the dark. Mm. I have to I sleep with, like, a candle on now. I can't be in the dark. Sleep with the nightlight? I, I, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'll sleep with one. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I sleep that's with a traumatizing. Candle. I sleep with a candle. Ever since then, a like. A candle, but not a nightlight? A candle's dangerous. Well, in my, in, uh, um, in, okay, so yeah. in my culture. You you you're supposed to have um, four candles lit in the house. Anything less than that is bad luck. So Dang. if you go to my house, like yeah, you go to my house, I have I have candles. I have candles. I have three in the living room, one in my room. And they're all lit. Yeah, they're all lit. And then I buy boxes of candles. I'm I'm never like are, are they? You're fully stocked. Mm-hmm. For like pretty basic candles or the like, ones with the with the just white candles. White candles. Okay, okay. The glass ones. 
So and none of the saints and no, stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. So like in in uh in my culture we don't like What what is that? I mean, it So, uh in Cuban culture like it's uh how do you say it in English? Um you can say in Spanish. Uh it's like como like santeria. Okay. Santeria, all, all that stuff, you know. Okay. But Centuria. 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 Yeah. Uh, but it, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's not Centuria. It, it, it's more than that. It, it's Because a, a lot of people think Centuria is some... Yeah. Some it's not, it's not all about voodoo and stuff. It's yeah. not all about like do, doing witchcraft. It's not mm-hmm. It's not that. So... It, it's a certain like religion or like a way of... I wouldn't way, even way say it's, it wouldn't even, it's, not even a, it's not even a religion because anyone can be in that culture. You can be Christian. You can be Catholic. You can be... Um, I know people that are... Um, is it a way of practicing? Way of practicing. Oh, okay. It's a way, yeah. Like so dealing you, with... Yeah, so... That it, world, it, it, the yeah, other world? Yeah. It's okay. like you grow up in... Like, in Cuba, it's normal. You grow up You grow up in it. So I grew up in it mm. and he didn't know much about it until we, until we became his friends and then he experienced what I experienced. Yeah. And... Yeah. Like paranormal stuff? Yeah. Look what you did, bro. Okay. I don't think I floors, bro. I'm leaving. Hey. <laughs> Fucking contagious. <laughs> contagious motherfucker. You're not complaining? You're not complaining. <laughs> uh, not anymore? Yeah. Well, no. I told him, hey, man, if you're friends with me, you're going to experience some things. Well, yeah. we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> the more you hang out with me, you're going to experience some things. Oh, my things. God. This is like the, what, fourth time that we hang out? Yeah. Time yeah. That's so, it. Yeah, it, so it happens. Um, I've had other stories that maybe weren't so scary, but to to people, it's scary. Yeah. You know? But just the knocking and the scratching. Oh, and, that's like yeah. some conjuring. Yeah. So this is why, like... Eleven oh three. I'm good. So like, ain't, like <laughs> I got like, time. I got yeah. time. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you can't talk about it. Like we grew up uh, and in my family, anything after twelve, you can't talk about That's it. That's weird. Cause from like uh, my family, it's after three or like at mm. three. That's Ooh, when like everything around, starts coming out. Yeah. Like I guess the basic Catholic thing is three o'clock is when you kind of yeah. yeah. come out. That's the devil's hour. Hey, that's what they say. Yeah. That's what it is. Wait, and I, I wake up at three. That's what it is. Can, All right. can I tell you a story that happened to me a few days ago? Go for it, man. Okay, so <laughs> go, bro. This happened. You got uh, time. You got this, time. This happened. I think it was like three days ago, right? Emra, I told you I was really tired, bro. Uh-huh. I told you I, I didn't sleep last night. Uh-huh. So, no, he uh, did. He did. Yeah. So uh, we are, we were just playing Call of Duty, right? I get off and I'm gonna I'm laying in bed, and I have a dog. I have a dog, right? And dogs can see shit. Mm. I know that. So, I'm there laying in my bed, and I see my my dog's a little bitch, guys. She's scared. She's scared of. She is scared of everything. <laughs> she is scared of everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 But I've never seen her growl and bark at something. And she got the fuck up and started growling and walking towards the end of my bed, looking up at something. And I got fucking scared. And I I already know. And my I, I got chills, and I felt like someone was staring at me. I, I had to, I ran out the living room and called my brother. I got holy water. I got, um, in our, in our culture, uh, uh, you have like saints, you have like, uh, you have spirits, you have muertos and, um, like I have a stick and it, it belonged to my grandma's grandma's grandma. So okay. my great, great, great. So it, so it's been with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. So when something happened, you, you, you're supposed to walk around the house and knocking on it. And bro, my dog would not stop staring at the wall. Like she was just looking up, just barking, just barking. Yeah. 
and I felt like something was just looking at me and then I felt someone doing this to me someone rubbing me oh, oh. My God. and I got so fucking scared I, I told I told Flores I was like dude did I text you that night I te- yeah I texted you I want to see if he was awake <laughs> I want to see if he was awake I, was like, I'm tri-. I did not sleep all night I stayed up I yes. only fell asleep I called out of work and everything what? I fell asleep when the sun came out yeah. dang it yeah, was that bad it was that bad cause like when it comes to stuff like that like I can sometimes hear something and see things yeah Oh, my dog was barking. So it's something in front of me. So I got scared, and I'm like, I'm in the dark. I only have one candle on, so you can see like the brightness in one room, and the rest is just dark. Yeah. It's just dark, dude. And, I, and I'm a little bitch when it comes to that. Yeah. And I just fucking booked it. I stayed up all night. I did not sleep, and I was just dead tired. I even told oh, him, I was like, bro, I'm just tired. Your stories <laughs> didn't make me go to sleep with the light on. Well, I sleep I, in the dark. It, it, I, I cannot sleep no, with no. the light on. I know. I was the same way before. I was the same way, but then like. Um, like I, I got older, like I learned that it's bad luck to do a lot of things. You can't keep in the dark because you give them strength or even talking about when you talk about them after 12, mm-hmm. you give them strength. And when you're scared of them, you give them strength. And I was a little bitch three years ago. I was scared as fuck. I was scared. And it took, it took a minute for it to leave. I had to call my mom, put her on speaker. She was praying with me. Oh, I was praying the holy water. And then finally, like maybe like an hour and a half later, I felt like peace. Yeah. I felt peace. So when when someone dies in your family, they become like a guardian, right? Mm-hmm. So you pray to them, like you put a cup of water, you pray to them, and if it gets full of bubbles, they mean they received the prayer. Yeah. Oh man, I put a cup for my sister that passed away years ago. Right, I pray for her. Like yeah. in an hour, like maybe like an hour and a half later, I felt like peace in the room, peace, so much peace that I I I fell asleep calmly. Yeah. But the sun was out, so I felt safe. I felt safe when the sun's out, but. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, <laughs> this is why, like, when it comes to stuff like this, like, uh, if it's twelve, or, yeah, I can't, I can't talk. Dude, about you it got me all scared. Yeah, because I can't tell it's tired. Me, I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, and I have a, I have a necklace on. You guys can't see it, but this is in my culture as well. Okay, I have this. It's um, mano de legua, something like that, and I have one right here. So this one I had I have here because I almost died years ago. So I need I needed to have this so I wouldn't die. I need that too. Yeah. And so <laughs> I have this. This to protect me from uh, like so three days ago I wasn't wearing it. Oh, okay. I just had it like no, no disrespect to it. I just had it like on my bed and oh, okay. I had it hanging somewhere. As soon as that happened, boom. Put <laughs> it back on and I, I I put a candle. I pray every day now just to yeah. make sure nothing, because uh, when stuff. In my in my culture, stuff can be sent to you, mm, and yeah, like right. not just by like, like doing something like putting someone's name in something, talking bad about someone, wishing mm. bad on someone is yeah. you can is a is uh I think I my mom told me that it's actually worse than doing witchcraft to someone. I've I've I have a little bit of that. I think it's a little bit of superstition. Like no, but like it's not the you know the full yeah. extent to to what you guys believe in, but it, I I just I kind of talk to myself in my head i'm like no i shouldn't be doing that or i shouldn't be talking this way i shouldn't be thinking that way because even though i'm not saying it out loud thinking about it just kind of the superstition kind of makes it come true yeah and is your mind fucking with you too maybe yeah maybe yeah yeah because i'm not i'm not a a very religious person spiritual i mean spiritually i don't know i'm superstitious I'm like, a very spiritual person. Religious, not really. Like I'm, I guess I was born Catholic. I didn't get baptized until like maybe like 
five years ago. Mm. So I was born into it, but I w- I'm not like a religious. I've never, I've never preached to anybody yeah. about it, and I've never read the Bible. Mm. So, um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a religious person. Spiritually, I've, I've seen things, mm. and it, it, it forces you to believe. It, not even forces. It, it, it just opens your eyes to everything. It just makes you. Yeah. yeah, and like this guy over here, like stuff happened years ago at my house, mm. and. Something told him something about his brothers. I want to hear that, Flores. Remember that, Flores? Remember that? Uh, I don't remember fully, but I think you do remember. Okay, so, okay. Uh, my grandma, she's a spiritista. Mm-hmm. So that means stuff goes in her, like a spirit goes in her. Mm-hmm. And she can, they can talk through her. So, me and this guy were, we're already like, good friends already, best friends, right? And he was at my house, and no one knew the trouble was going on between him and his brother and his mom, right? Well, a spirit came at my grandma and pulled him here. Hey, come here. Pulled him to the front. He said, hey, your brother is, is, is going to go to jail. I'm sorry, but you can't help him. Mm-hmm. And you and, and you probably think my grandma's talking out of her ass. And she's like, because and, and Chris back then did a lot for his brother. I'm not saying he still does, but to prevent that from happening, you know? And then he just told Chris, you're wasting your time. This is going to happen. And then my brother went to jail. How long, how long after? Like, not, it was like years after, but uh-huh. he, he told him. And then I, I guess I didn't know he was in a foster home. Mm. I didn't know that. I'm sorry to put that out there, bro. Okay, okay so my grandma did. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was in a foster home. Because at that time, like, I didn't talk about it then. But I talk about it now because, I mean, one of my goals, uh, like, because I'm going back to school now, is to get a degree in sociology. Not 100% sure what I want to, where I want to take that. But it is mostly because I want to help kids that kind of went through what I went through with foster care. It wasn't about my parents because... My parents, I thought, were fair when they disciplined me, stuff like that. It's the actual foster care system is broken. Like, it's not a good environment. I don't know what it is now, but definitely when I went in the 90s, it was terrible. Yeah. So then I didn't really talk about that experience too much because I didn't like to talk about it. But now I talk about it if it helps somebody or if, like, if someone is going through something similar or went through something similar, they're obviously not alone kind of thing so if me talking about it helps even a little bit then I'll talk about it yeah. but back then I didn't talk about it too much okay. so yeah like no one like I didn't know that and he was my best friend yeah. I didn't know that my family didn't know about that so when I found that out I didn't know what to say to him but I, he got a little bit emotional because no one really knew about it so that's when he started to believe in stuff like that and other stuff happened later on between me and him like at his house but <clears throat> was she able to explain like who, who that was that was that was giving those premonitions, or was oh, it just her? Like, no, no. So maybe the future. So no. So, um, in in my culture, so in my culture, um, I I don't even say culture. So how we were raised to believe, and what they told us is, when the spirit comes down, they're not they're only there to help. They're not there to cause problems. So when it came down, it was there to give him advice on his situation and. I guess he was feeling a certain way because he had been uh, at a foster home. So when they come down, it's a, an actual spirit that comes into the body. And, and sometimes they go into into my grandma's ear and, and just talk to her, and, and and then she speaks 
but most of the time they go inside her. Yeah, yeah. They go inside her, and then her eyes roll back, and she has white eyes, and wow. And it's crazy. My grandma, you see her, she's a short lady, stocky lady, back, bad, bad problem, bad knees, right? But she can, when something's inside her, she can lift things up. Like yeah. she picked my aunt up and spin her around because she had like someone did witchcraft on her. Oh wow! So yeah, and but. Yeah, so when when that happens is when is a spirit goes inside uh in, inside her. Okay, man, so. that, that that is crazy. How do you <laughs> I, I, I don't. Want... When uh his grandma told you that. So when she had told me, it was, I was stunned because again these weren't things that I talked about easily with people if at all. So when she told me about my brother and the issues that we were having, because yeah, he didn't go to jail until later on in life, but it was kind of like what I'm doing was wasting my time basically because that's where he's going to end up because unless he changes himself nothing I could do will prevent him from the path that he's on so hearing that really you know kind of broke my heart knowing that there isn't much that I can do to help my brother and it was true because in the end he ended up going and he's been in and out of jail constantly well I think this is his third time back now yeah third time back now and you know, it's to that point where I've all pretty much given up. I mean, he's my brother, and I love him, but at the same time, I can't do everything for him, you know? Yeah. But that's the thing that was killing me at that time, you know? It's the feeling of helplessness because he's my brother. Like, why can't I help him? Older brother? Younger, younger. brother. Oh, younger. Huh? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you would think, like, the older brother has the influence on the younger brother, you know? But we grew up totally different, and that stems from the foster care thing because... My brother and I are two examples of how someone can come out of that system where I came out of it kind of stronger, a little more like a little more resolve. And he came out of it pretty much broken. Like, but the, the one thing that I had that he didn't have and that was his choosing was that I had my mom. So anytime I felt any type of way, anytime I felt sad, I could always count on my mom to, to talk to, to listen to me. My brother never wanted that. He didn't want to talk about it. No matter how much I tried to talk to him about it, how much uh, she tried to talk to him about it, he wouldn't open up. So he felt like he had no one, but he did that to himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he didn't have nothing. He had me. He had my mom. Whenever He had, he had the support around yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Even now, it. even now, my mom does everything for him, even to this day, even though I tell her, you got to stop. If you keep making him comfortable in prison, he's going to just always feel comfortable in prison. Like, he's not uncomfortable. Like, he always has commissary. He always buys him a little TV and all the stuff that he can enjoy while in there, which really? I think if he's in prison, he should be the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, like, so that you that never go better. back there again, you know? Yeah. But, <clears throat> but yeah, when I heard that, it was, it was, it was shocking, you know, because yeah. it was not something that, that I told anyone. The only person that could, talk about that experience about me is my mom because she knows but my mom doesn't really open up like that not open up but she doesn't really leave like her house oh, <laughs> like okay. so it's not like she could have a conversation with his grandma or with him you know did you did you uh start believing that beforehand before well before i had story? experiences before but i wasn't super like i've always been sensitive to things but since like being his friend like and basically growing up together at this point uh, I'm definitely more sensitive and more aware of the things around me now. Yeah. So 
<clears throat> so my first experience though, uh, I think I was about 12 too. And, uh, at the time I was living in that apartment where we all lived in at that time. Yeah. And, um, I was laying in bed and at that time I had a dresser that had a mirror on it and it was like, so let's say the bed is like this long ways. The mirror was like right on the side. And so, <clears throat> so it was catching my reflection. So I wake up, it's, it's probably like six in the morning, something like that. And I, w- I wake up and I'm facing away from the mirror, but I feel like something is behind me. So I turn over and then I don't see it right away, but then I notice in the mirror, there's like a figure. So I'm almost too scared to look at this point, you know? So, but I kind of like clear my eyes or whatever. And I look in the mirror and there's like a girl in the mirror behind me on the other side of the bed in the reflection. And I freak out. I, like I run out, like I'm in my underwear and I run outside because I don't know where, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And in the apartment, yeah, in my in my bedroom, <laughs> okay. Like I ran out of the, I know I ran out of the apartment, yeah. like did. in my underwear. <laughs> so I was like freaked out. I was also like half asleep. Yeah. But at that moment that I ran out, I had this huge like frame that was kind of like over the bed and it fell over. Like as soon as I like I jumped off, it wasn't like on the bed, so it wasn't like I shook it loose from yeah. the bed. It was hanging on the wall. It was like a like a picture frame or something, it, but it was heavy. Did it fall as soon as you realized that? If, it was there? Yeah, pretty much. But it was the shock that kind of... Was it, like, the, the thing you saw, was it a little girl or a yeah. girl? Okay, because I've seen something like that in the apartment on Havenhurst, right? Okay. It was a little girl. She was standing in the mirror. Or she was standing in her... I was catching her reflection behind me. But I saw it in the mirror. And as soon as I got up and realized what I saw and ran, then the thing fell. And it was like where my head was at, you know. So I was like, okay, this doesn't feel <laughs> like safe, you yeah. know. So that's why, I, like, I ran and I was outside for a minute, and then I didn't even know how to explain it to my mom because my mom is not a big believer because she hasn't seen it. So if she doesn't see it, she doesn't believe it. Okay, kind of thing. So that was like my first experience. Since then, like, I've had a couple scary moments, um, but you get kind of a little more used to it as you go. Like, kind of thing. Would, like, would they be coincidences or actual things that just don't make well, sense? Well, that I don't think was a coincidence because I saw very clearly yeah. what it was. Yeah. It wasn't like I could confuse it with anything because in my room. Well, yeah, but there the, was the following experiences. The following, maybe, but I don't think so. No. Uh, second time. Um, I guess the most, the most physical story that I've had was I was talking to a girl on the phone one night I was in my room at the time I had just a mattress on the floor so I was kind of like laying halfway on the mattress like my back on the mattress but then my legs were on the floor okay. just laying yeah. kind of like straight out so I was like you know what alright I'm getting ready for bed so I'll talk to you tomorrow blah 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 I'm not exactly tired I just want to get off the phone because we had been talking for a while I'm not really <laughs> a big phone talker <laughs> so <clears throat> I was like alright I'll talk to you tomorrow she's like okay so I was like, I hang up the phone. I'm just kind of like scratching my head as I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden my leg gets lifted up. And I feel like, I thought it was like my brother, like grabbing my leg. Mm-hmm. But it went, goes up and then turns and then turns my body like onto the bed. Like full so, 180. So yeah. So my, this half of my body's off the bed. My leg comes up and then it pulls me and I'm on the bed now fully. Oh. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, fuck. And I realized that it's not my brother. There's nobody in the room. 
And I get up and I run out and my brother's in the living room watching TV. And I just sit there and I start watching TV with him. And I'm just like (laughs) watching TV like... Like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Like because my brother's not a believer either. No, I didn't even talk to him about it. Yeah, my brother's not really a believer either. Yeah, but I'm just like, (laughs) it it was that was like the most physical it's been. But that that one that one was freaked me out the most. What about you, Diana? You got any? Oh, I. You said you had a a couple of them. You lived in the house. That the only um like haunting that I had. Was in the house that he used to live in too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, we we moved to that house like in two thousand, I think. Yeah. I was maybe like nine or ten. I was young. Two thousand, like like seven. Yeah, like I was young. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't remember so much, but I was young. Mm. So in that house, they said that um, from us before living there, there was like a family, and it said that a girl. Kill, got killed or died in that house. Yeah, I think uh, like committed suicide or some shit. Um, I don't like that she story. drowned in the pool. There's a oh, pool okay, okay. in that house. So she drowned in the pool. So <coughs> what I would experience, um, well, I would say not mines, but like my parents when we really moved there, they would they would hear footsteps in the roof. Mm. Yeah, so that house is a three bedroom uh house. So there's a room all the way in the back, which was my parents' room. And then two rooms, um, more forward to the to the main entrance of the property, and um, so they would hear footsteps, and then um, like heavy, like somebody like you know, weighed two hundred pounds, heavy, <laughs> and then my dad, you know, got up, and then he had a flashlight, so he went to go see what was up there, and there was nothing up there, so he, I guess he did say that once if you yell to the spirits, like you know, hey, stop it, like we don't want this. They'll, you know, eventually go away. Like, they'll stop bugging. So that's what he did. He said um, in Spanish, like, vete, uh, aquí? like mm-hmm. no te queremos aquí. So he said, like, leave. I don't want you here. What are you doing here? And um, I think that night they stopped. The next night they heard, I guess, they heard my sisters and I fighting in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. It was like 12 o'clock. And my de- my mom gets up and she opens the door. We're all dead asleep. None of us were awake. And then she like my older s- sister wakes up, and then she's like, um, like what do you want? Like you know we're all sleeping. Like weren't you guys fighting? And we're like, no, we're all sleeping. <laughs> like there's nothing going on. And then this other experience. This is all in the same house. Jeez. Same house. Um, I guess my uncle came to see us and to visit us. And um, our gate wasn't gated yet. Like, our house wasn't mm. gated yet. So um, they came inside. They saw that the lights were on, but they didn't see nobody inside. The lights of the house were on. And then they, they look at our room. Our room was the one in the, in the front entrance. And they see three kids playing inside the room. We weren't home. And then they called us. They're like, oh, you know, why did you guys open the door? And we're like, you know, we're out. We're not home. Like, oh, but we see three kids playing inside the house. And we're like, nobody's home. This is the same house. My experience was when um, it was like 11 o'clock. We we're all going to go to sleep. It was my mom and my mom, my sister, and I. And we heard pots dropping in the kitchen. Oh, no. Yeah. And then we go, look, there's nothing in the kitchen. And then we hear thumping on the, on the easel, on the floor. 
there's nothing there. So we're like, okay, we got to go to sleep. And then my sister, she was like, she's 10 years older, so I was like seven or, or eight. So she's probably like, what? 17, 18? Yeah. She, um, it's the oldest one, so her name is Hattie. She's like, she told, because you know, you're supposed to talk to the ghost. She's like, you know, we don't watch here, stop it. So they stopped that night. So what I saw, like, a couple years after, um, I was playing outside in the yard, and I saw a black figure with the red eyes. Oh. oh. Yeah, I oh, ran. The worst. I <laughs> ran. <laughs> and I went to my mom, and I'm, like, huffing and puffing. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't say nothing, nothing. But um, they said that this girl, she doesn't want to leave that house. I had dreams about that girl. Oh, this, no. Yeah. yeah, they said that, well, this lady, because um, we went to a lady that reads cards, and she said that I have some, like, something, like, uh, like a... Your medium? I don't know. She said that, like, she was reading my sister's cards, mm. and I was right next to her, and she couldn't read them. And that's when the lady told her, like, you know, she has something that she doesn't know what she has yet, but she has something that... Like, where they get attached to you? I don't know. But this girl, I always have dreams about this girl, this mm. lady. And it's the lady now. Like, I seen her when she was younger, and I, now that I have dreams about her, she's older. It's the same same woman. Same woman. Same thing. But um, it's always that house. I always have dreams about that house. Yeah, I've had, I've had a little... My only... My one and only experience at that house, I was sleeping in the garage... I don't know exactly what time it was, but all of a sudden, I'm on my stomach with the ar- my arms on my face, I guess, or my face on my arm, and I wake up, my mind wakes up, and I feel this, <laughs> I guess, spirit on top of me. Oh. I couldn't move. I couldn't move, but the crazy was, as I was awake, I heard, I had a little bell on the on the door. I would hear it ring, and at the time I was uh, dating my my wife. Now, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was dating the wa- my wife now, and I thought she had just left. She was gone the whole night. She hadn't been there now for hours. So I'm laying there, and I remember breathing real hard, started starting to panic. Oh man! And I'm just like, I'm like is holding me what's holding me and I don't know how long it maybe lasted it lasted a while it seemed like maybe six minutes I mean for me that's a long time just fucking sitting there without actually knowing I mean I can open my eyes I can look around I can breathe but I can't move a single fucking inch I tried my, my real hardest and nothing and heard the bell ring on my door nothing as soon as i came out of it i called the girlfriend hey what uh did you just leave right now no i've been out for hours and that and i explained to her my the, the, what happened and i was looking it up online i found a bunch of uh, uh spirit things where they're holding you down kind of th- uh, you know and there was another aspect to it the scientific aspect was uh See paralysis, right? The pra- the, yeah, yeah, the body paralysis, yeah. That made sense to me, but that's the one and only time it's ever happened. 
and because and the only reason I guess I would take it or I would believe that it was a uh, a spirit or something is because of what happens in that house. Yeah, that house has a lot. I mean, take your mom. <laughs> I just said take your mom there. That house has a lot of history. It's an old. I don't know how, how long. How what is uh, the house made? Like forties. Yeah, the house has a lot of things like um it's not just us people that have lived there have had experiences um yeah like there's this guy that used to live there he said that he it was a night he went to the pool there's a pool right there and um he saw that same lady she said that he said she has long black hair with a white gown night gown and um he saw her uh by the pool and he she just opened her arms toward like to him he oh. froze he froze <laughs> you know yeah he yeah. froze and um i don't know what he did but i think he, i think he laughed i don't know something happened but he just said that the girl the lady has long black hair and a white gown and that's the lady i dream about oh it's not good <laughs> literally that's the lady i dream about i dream about so. her with um wet hair i didn't know she drowned that's the thing I didn't know that she drowned, and I when I dreamt of her, I dreamt that she had wet hair and a, and a nightgown, white nightgown. So speaking of that real fast, um, after my experience, I went to my grandma, who's very very spiritual. She believes in all that stuff. You know, she has her whole setup at the, at, at her at her apartment. I went to her, asking her how how can I what can I do how can I deal with this kind of shit, you know? And I guess she did her little thing. And she found out or spoke to the spirits of the house and found out the name of the woman. And the name the name of the woman is real close to a previous owner. Oh. I don't wanna say I don't know if I, I should say it. <laughs> I don't want I know don't, the name. Don't don't she, my grandma gave gave me a specific name. Um and she explained how she died at the house. She died at the house, at the pool. She drowned in the pool. That she spoke to her, and she was wondering what what am I doing there? What am Spirit I doing at that? Yeah, explain to my grandma why what I was doing there. And my grandma kind of I don't know what she did, and kind of just did her thing, and I guess pushed her off I me. Mean, I don't know how that shit works. But, no, but uh, she's still there though. I'm hearing that, yeah. Yeah, because um, the dreams that I have of her is that she, there's a, the clearest one that I had, the last one that I have of her is um, that there's a clock, like an old-fashioned clock, and it's ticking. And then she's saying that she wants to leave, but she can't leave. So to me, it's like her time, because I remember your mom saying that she knows she's going to leave when her time is right. But to me, seeing the clock that's ticking it's like me meaning like her time is coming but she cannot leave there's something there that she it's holding her there mm. so i don't really know what it, it could be like you know something that's the, the inside because we found bones inside that house oh, we found um a wood that was bloody that was blood in the wood <laughs> our little um, face is all freaked out <laughs> um yeah when we barely moved you know obviously it's all like you guys still live there or someone no no no, uh, no, my, no my family my uh brother still lives in the oh, house yeah and then the, the weird thing is that my niece lives in the house. She was she's basically raised in the house, and she. How old is she? She's uh twenty now. Okay. But um no, she's seen like lights. She's seen like um she cannot sleep at night. Like she's always awake. 
but she, you know, I feel like there's something there that's holding her. Because she, she's kind of like, um, she has anxiety and like depression. And I feel like it's because of that house. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's I feel like she needs to leave. They have to leave that house. Yeah. And would, like rebuild and, you know. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Start knock over. it down. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, like when we really moved to that house, um, we were cleaning the yard and stuff. And I think it was my uncle <coughs> that found a wood blood, like old blood. Like it was black. So what he did is just put it back in there and dug it up again. Ooh. Like put it back. Because, you know, in, I don't think you're supposed to remove, you know, stuff yeah, like for that. For stuff like that, you gotta do like um like a ritual to to really? clean the cleanse the area to move it because if not, it gets attached to you. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I I think so too because I I always dream about that house. I don't dream about any other house. We've been you know you know we moved around, but I always dream about that house and that lady. And the last dream was about the ticking and then her saying that she wants to leave but she can't. That is crazy. So I got a story from one of my viewers on chat, OG. Uh, he had his own personal experience. Uh, when he was back in his early 20s, I used to work. I used to do security for an old lockup yard in the countryside. It was based next to a train tracks, an old service yard. The business were closed, but kept kept getting broken into. So security was placed uh, in a secure site. But around 2 a.m., a train used to go past for several weeks. At the same time, a train would go past. I spoke to the train. Uh, I spoke about the train to a friend, and I was, I was like, "Have you heard that the uh, the, the train that went by at 2 a.m.?" Uh, his friend responded that there was no train past 12 a.m. Uh, a full on train. A full on train, and his response was like, "Bro, 2 a.m. just passed." Uh, 2 a.m. or just past a train. A train goes by. It sounded like an old train. Early diesel. He was like, you're seeing things. I'm like, dude, 100% sure a train goes past. That week. So I was like, hmm. A week later, a train went past again. The day after, I got the same guy. And got him to spend a night with me on that shift. Sure enough, another train came by. and An engine with 13 carriages. Uh, the next day they spoke to the local station as, as my, as my mate was a hundred percent sure that there was no trains between 12 to 6 AM. They told us exactly that I worked that there was the furthest three, three months after that. We never saw a train again. That's crazy. Yeah. Does he want to call in real fast? Uh, he's from UK. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> it's like 10 in the morning right now. Yeah. <laughs> Have him, have him call it, call uh, have him call in actually. Uh, let's see if he wants to explain. Yeah. If he wants to call in. I want to hear a little bit about that. Uh, so we got a caller tonight, uh, from live from the UK. OG, what's going on, brother? Yes, my guy, what's good? Uh, so I heard you have a ghost story. I was in my early 20s and um, I was working this like job site and 
just doing my thing, kept getting broken into, you know, so businesses needed it secure. It's in the middle of the countryside. I mean, at least five miles of anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was at the back of this train track. So it's like an old service yard that the olden people used to use to kind of like service whatever. And I'm there and I'm just doing my thing, flicking through my phone and scrolling. And this train comes past. And I'm like, bro, that's loud. I go out, and sure enough, it's a train. It happened for about three or four nights, and I'm like, all right, cool. So I mentioned it to a friend of mine um, that's obviously worked at the job site as well with both colleagues, and he's like, yo, there's no train. I'm like, yo, listen, I'm telling you now, you're fucking with me. Sorry, <laughs> is that swearing aloud? Um, yes. And I'm like, um, you're fucking with me. I'm like, no, bro, I'm telling you. Just after two o'clock, a train comes past. And he's like, nah, 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 not having it. No trains between 12 and 6. So it happened again. And I'm like, dude, telling you now, train's coming. And he's like, no. So I invite him up about a couple of days later. And we're sat there, we're just eating, we're having a coffee and all this. Sure enough, you can hear this train coming. The noise is like of an old diesel engine. We're not talking modern diesel. We're not talking electric. It's like a real early chugging of a diesel engine. And he's like looking at me. He's just looking at me, white faced, sheepish, like, yo, you're not lying. I mean, this is only a two-track single line. It's not it's not your usual like train track where it's twenty-four-seven. It was just like a local line going through the countryside servicing two towns. And by what I mean by towns, it's probably a population of ten. So it's quite relatively low-key. And so we go outside the security hut that we're on and we, we move down towards the train track. Sure enough, one engine, probably from around the 60s, early 70s, and 13 carriages with all the lights on. And, like, it was just insane. You could feel the, the rush of air on your face. You could feel the, the thunder of the diesel engine going wow. through you. So it was very much real and like we're just standing there like what the actual fuck (laughs) 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 we sat there for about an hour after and we were like yo we just see that that's very much real and he was he was he was ready to put his house on the bloody line that there was no trains between 12 and 6 I'm like no it's a regular occurrence so after our shift we finished at 7 we went down to the local station and we spoke to a couple of guys there like, no, no trains between 12 and 6. I'm like, we just see this train. Sure enough, they were adamant and they were like, like they made a few phone calls and um, yeah, no train between 12 and 6. I went there the next night on my own. Didn't see it again. Not for three months. I worked there. Never saw it again after, but this, this dude, Chris, his name was, he was adamant there was nothing. We've had people who work at one station at one end of the line telling us there was nothing. But this train, it was just real. I mean, it was so fucking real, you know? It's just like the energy that come from the train, the the feeling of wind against you, the thunder of the engine going through you. It was insane. That is crazy. But it wasn't anything modern. It was like early, like 70s or late 60s. It It was unusual for what... Were you it guys, should have been. Were you guys able to catch it on camera? No. Um, so we're talking 
three early iPhones, you know, the first iPhones and Nokia Play. I'm an old guy. I mean, I'm, no. a, I'm, I'm a boomer. I'm a boomer. Um, <laughs> 6310s, you know, that, that was the first camera phone, early iPhone. But I had a Nokia 3310, so... You know, I was playing snake on my uh, night shift. So I'm sorry. And, and, and any security, any security cameras at the at the yard? Well, this is the funny thing. I don't recall any security camera footage, but where the train track was, it was like imagine a service yard with its like um, boundaries and fences and all that. They put a load of businesses in there, mm. and all the cameras were facing in and on the main gate, not actually on the train track. Uh, so there was a, I, 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 you know, I don't want to speculate, probably a handful, two, three possible cameras, but there was nothing on the train track side as opposed to the main entrance into this business um, centre where there was about a dozen or so businesses that had been converted for, into the old service yard. So, yeah, it was quite a popular place where um, there was one haulage firm there. Um, thieves would go in and steal the diesel and... You know, they go in and steal the copper piping off yeah, of yeah. one of the other things. So the business centre was an old converted service yard, but the train track side was a steep embankment, but one of the lower platforms of this train track ran into the service yard, so it was conjoined, as opposed to kind of like... So it had its own security on the train track side. It was more the sides in the front that needed security for the other businesses. But yeah, it was insane. I mean, did I see a ghost train? Did I see some ghosts? <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like using the word ghost, but it was definitely a surreal, unexplainable moment. Did you ever it do like absolute. sorry? Did you ever do like research on like what trains used to pass through there or like? Well, this is the thing. My 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 friend he he obviously kind of like grown up in the area. Um, I grew out from a couple of towns over, so I, I, I knew the area, but I weren't familiar. But, um, so when we looked, again, we are talking, like, early internet days. I mean, I could probably look now, to be fair, but I never really thought about it. Um, when, when we asked around, we didn't spend that much time into it, but there was nothing. We can't pinpoint um, anything that stands out and say, oh, that's the train we saw. Yeah. No manifests yeah. or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, well, to be fair, they were adamant at this one Pacific train station, the direction from where the train come from, that mm. there was nothing on the train line between 12 and 6. The last one was a passenger train coming from another station beyond that. Wow. And the other one due in the station from the other way was at like 11 o'clock. So... There should have been nothing on the line between like midnight and six. I can't give you the exact timings, you know. It was it was twenty years ago, but yeah. um, it was just surreal. As I say, the feeling, and I that's still left with me. The feeling of the train going past and the thunder, the the breeze of the train when it goes past. Yeah, that's you know, everything was real. That kind of stuff but, stays with you. So. It again. Hello. Oh, I'm saying that 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 kind of stuff stays with you. Yeah, it does. It does. And like, there's so many more details. If I really, really deeply down and thought about it, I could probably give you. But no, I, you I, definitely count the carriages. And it yeah. wasn't going fast either. It was just your 
standard chug along train. It wasn't uh, like a, a bullet train from Japan. Nah. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be pretty cool on a little mini oh, train yeah. line in the, in the sleepy like countryside of the UK. But it, it was it was just your standard sixties style train that chugged along. It wasn't like a freight hauler that went at one mile an hour. It was just a nice steady pace. It, it was just insane, insane. Yeah. and it's unexplainable. I'm not a big big believer in ghosts as such, unless I see it. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's crazy. Um, yeah, it, it, was just, it was just very surreal, unexplainable, and yeah. I, personally, I personally believe it was a genuine train, but people are going to debunk that, people are going to say, you're seeing things. But unless my friend was there, I would have been just called crazy. <laughs> All right, it was just It was just the color of his face just drained to a white, like, oh, my God. And like, I'm like, yo, dude, this is, like, in front of you right now. And he's like, yeah, man. All right, all right. But we spoke about it for hours, and we tried justifying what it could be, and we just put it down off. There is actually a train between 12 and 6. Well, that's amazing, OG. That is amazing, right. brother. That's um, a great story. I really appreciate your call, brother. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Yo, whoever suggested Discord to save me $300, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that was Rome. Yeah, let's go, let's go. I but appreciate anyway, it, man. I love the podcast. I love getting involved. I love just sitting here vibing when I wake up. So, yo, keep doing what you're doing, man. It's good. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank yo, you, OG. Love you, bro. All right, Joe. OG. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Much, lo- much love, brother. Yeah. All right. Later. That's a crazy story right there. That's a little right crazy, yeah. You never know what's going to happen with, with that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was OG50 uh, from Twitch. Shout out to him for participating on the podcast. That's OG5IFTY, I believe. IFTY. Yeah, IFTY. Uh, yeah, on but- Twitch.com. Hit that follow. The guy's hilarious much love to him thank you for joining go show him some love for real so what's your story chris we're all looking at you <laughs> it's be scary so i don't have as much as experience but i did have one un- unexplained situation that i've been in i normally didn't necessarily saw a ghost so back then when i was in middle school um a group of friends went into an abandoned uh daycare um, it was all boarded up except for one window. We jumped through the window, and when once we went inside, all the walls were graffitied up to with uh diabolic signs, like you know, uh six six six, and you know the swastika and all a lot that. Of, stuff. A lot of symbols. A lot of symbols. Um, it was a bunch of torn clothes on the bottom, so it was pitch black inside except for that one hallway. Uh, we went into it. Uh, going down the hallway. We went to one bedroom, and inside the room there was uh, little dolls, little uh, little dolls lined up against the wall, facing our direction. And we were in the dark, but we had our flashlights, so we 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 looked at it. I was like, all right, let's get out of here. You know, that's that's freaky. So we we left the room. We, uh, there wasn't much to ex- explore, so we went back to the window. There was a door uh, a doorway in the opposite direction, which it had a bar. Uh, sealed up for that door 
so there was no way of going in or out of there. Um, we're once we're about to head out, we heard a big bang <laughs> inside that room, like like someone threw like a rock at it, uh-huh. and we're like, oh shit, let's get the fuck out, you yeah. know? We jumped out, and we all took off. We ran. Um, the next day, you're like, hey, let's go check it out. Let's go back inside the place. And we're like, oh, you're not down. We're down. I was like, all right. So we all went in. So we went to the same uh, same daycare. And um, that room where you heard that bang, it was broken open. Not inside, but outside. Like something broke out. Uh, the metal bar was no longer there. There was just a big gash hole inside of it. Um, so, you know, a group of my friends dared me to go inside. I went inside. Um... Once I went inside, it like it was it felt different. Like normally you you know when we're I don't know if it's because it was sealed up, but once I went inside there, like the silent like the noise completely just died out. Like it was dead quiet. Did the air feel different too? Like heavy? It it felt different. Mm-hmm. Like so I the went, whole atmosphere just changed. Yeah. When as soon as I went inside that room, air, like I felt heavy. And it was like the uh, like in the hallway we heard the birds chirping, we you know we felt fine. Um, when once I went in there, it was like everything just died quiet, and there was like all these baby clothes torn up on the floor, spread out, and it just it felt uneasy being there. Um, so I left that that room. Um, we did some research, I guess, because there was like newspapers in the hallway old newspapers back like in the 80s and we read it and it said about something about uh, a daycare owner uh, murdered a bunch of kids and where is, where is this at it is <laughs> it's actually right next, is, to your, next to your sister's house yeah it's uh wait okay so you know how we i guess i'm explain it on satikoy you're heading west so you get from some from Sepulveda, you're heading towards uh the 405 um I just recently moved here. I don't know what the hell you're pointing. So, okay. you know, it's like, if, you know, the AMPMs right there on the Sepulveda? Yeah. The gas station. The gas station. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If you're going towards your sister's house, you make a right, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Continue. You go past that. There's that bridge for the freeway, right? Yeah. Before you hit the freeway, you make a left. There's like a bunch of houses going down the road. Uh-huh. So you keep on following towards you hit a dead end mm-hmm. until it, it curves. That's where that, that house used to be. Oh, so it's not there anymore? That's that's the freaky part about the story. We've actually been uh, uh, trick or treating there. You're we went like, like three years ago. Yeah, we all went. We I went, went on, on the other side of Sadikoy. We went, we went through that whole neighborhood. I went too. Yes. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I heard. I uh, like we 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 read about the about uh, about like the the daycare owner committed suicide and killing all the kids in the and on that daycare. Um, it said that hung, it's been a, such a long time. I was in middle school, but I remember saying that she hung herself inside the inside the daycare. So we left, and then there was a basketball court. In the basketball court, there was a rope there, oh, not with the with the noose in it. It was like it was it was cut off, but the rope was hanging there. Mm. So we after that we all left and we're like fuck that I'm out. So we left, and I was saying. A week later, we wanted to go check it out again. See? <laughs> Why not? We're kids. So say, fuck it. You know, we're curious. So when we went back, there was nothing there. There was absolutely no debris, nothing. But there was like two construction workers like cleaning up the field. 
it was just there was no debris, nothing, and there was just like old pipes sticking out of the floor, and we asked, oh, like what's going on? Or, like what happened to the to the to the to the building was here, and they told us there, there was there hasn't been buildings here for like years, and we looked at each other like we were here like last week. Did you tell them that? Complex, and then it was just there's nothing. It was just like then... a small house, mm-hmm. and it was like like a little driveway, a whole house, and it was like probably like. I don't know, a thousand square feet mm-hmm. deep into it. There was like a little basketball court, like a little tiny one. Mm-hmm. And when we went back there, there was absolutely no trash. Like, it, it, like I, if we, I would believe it if there was like if they did construction, mm-hmm. if they just tore it down or whatever. But there was nothing. Like the the there was like old wheat grass, and there was just pipes sticking out of the floor. Basically, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. Wow. And it was fenced off. There was no way of getting through there. When we went there, there was no fence. And there was a whole house. And a whole house. There was a whole house in there. There was no fence at all. So when we got there, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I swear there was, we were just here last week. Yeah. yeah. And that was about it. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. That's, those are some great ass stories. My brother uh, could actually share that story too because he was yeah. the one who told me about that. And, and then you went to go visit. Yeah. Because his friends went in too. Dumbasses. So, <laughs> his friends told like I used to hang out with my brother, and he, and my brother told me about it. And I first went with them, but they didn't go inside. They just like, oh, this is the house is haunted. Mm. So okay. I told my friends about it, and I was like, fuck it, bro, we're Man, ballsy. Let's go, let's go inside. Let's go. We're ballsy. We're, we got balls, so we could go in. So we went in, and you know. Wait. That's... So how long was how long ago was that? I was in middle school. So oh, so yeah. I was in I was at Fulton at that time. So you just walk a couple blocks. Yeah, <sighs> that's crazy. No, we there, there's been some crazy stories tonight. Uh, let's move on. Anybody have a uh, any reoccurring dreams? Either scary, fun, anything like that. It's kind of freaky. Oh, yeah. Oh well, mine's up. Like obviously, I told you about the house. Uh huh. I always dream about the house, and I always dream about. Like, uh, what are you doing? Like, wh- what are you looking at in the dream? I dream about me being young in that house for some reason. And then me being um, about the girl in that house. But now she's a woman. Now she's older. She seems like when I first dreamt about her, she was like maybe like seven, seven or eight. She looked young. Mm-hmm. Now she looks older. She has like long black hair. With the white gown, but I always dream ab- about her being next to the pool. Did it? Did her age progress? Yeah. So, same dream, but just she just kept getting just older and older. older. But you're always young in your dream. Yeah. And then what I think is that she attracts younger. She wants to attach to younger people. So that's when I think like of my niece, because she's the only young one there. Yeah. Well, other than my. Other nephews, yeah, but yeah. she's the one that has been living there the most, yeah, like her, her whole, whole life, life yeah, basically. Yeah. So I feel like that thing, that woman, has an attachment to her, mm. like she doesn't, because um, I you know taking her out and stuff, but she gets so anxious that she wants to go back home, mm. like she wants to go back home. She cannot leave the house longer than, you know, like an hour or two. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she cannot. 
And then once she's home, she's just in her room the whole day. Doesn't leave her room. Like, she's just in there. Yeah. To me, like, I feel like that's that woman that's doing that to her. Yeah, holding her back. Mm-hmm. With that dream. Yeah. Flores, you got one? Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, when I was younger, I used to live in North Hollywood. And at the time, me and my brother shared a room and a bed. And I was about five, maybe six years old. Sounds about right. Um, so in my dream, me and my brother, or my brother and I, are both in bed sleeping. My brother's asleep, but I'm awake in the dream. And the way the bed was, the way the room was laid out, the bed was all the way toward the back of the room, uh, long ways like this. And then the door right in front of us. Uh-huh. So I'm laying in bed and I can see the door straight ahead. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, I'm looking at the door because I feel like something is outside the door. Because uh, I feel something like heavy walking, like, like thumping, like heavy. Uh-huh. And so after a couple seconds, the door opens slowly. And then I see just two kind of greenish glowing eyes staring at me from inside from the doorway and then it's dark so i can't really see it all i can see are the eyes and then after a while it's staring at me i'm scared at this point in the dream especially when i was a kid so i kind of grabbed the covers and i pulled them really far to my face but just like up to my nose so i can still look at it you know (laughs) and so it then comes in and then it's a black panther it's uh just a black panther just walks into the room and it goes to my brother's side of the bed and the whole time it's eye contact with me and I'm eye contact with it and then it's staring at me from my brother's side for a while and then it jumps over the whole bed like jumps over it lands on my side and then it's staring at me and then it would it would kind of lean in close like almost get kind of face to face with me and at that moment is when I wake up and I've had this dream for many years. I still have it. I think the most recent time I had it was um, a couple months ago. But as I grew older, the dream kind of progressed a little further and further. Where not too far. Um, Would it always start at the? Same it always time? starts at that point, and I'm always a always a kid in the dream. Um, and it doesn't go too much further than that moment. But I started to feel less scared. Like, almost like it's there to protect me. Or you want to know what's going, like, or you already keep knew it going. Or, or you're, you already knew what was going on. Kind or of. what was going to happen. But, I mean, the not feeling scared part was semi-recent, like, in my mm-hmm. adult life. Mm-hmm. But as I was a teenager and a kid, I always felt scared. But, like, when it would get close to me, before it could even touch me, I would wake up. But it got to the point when I was an adult that as the dream got further... It didn't feel malicious. Mm. Like when it came up to me, it would kind of just press its nose on my face, kind of like nuzzle me almost, you know, just kind of brush up on me. And I felt like it was just there to protect me at this point. It sounds like to me like a mother type of thing, like caressing you. Kind of. I just felt like safe. Like I didn't feel like I was in danger or anything. But my whole life also, I've only had black cats. Like my whole life since since a kid uh, we've always had cats mm. like in our house because my my dad was a, a cat person but the cats i always liked and called my own were always black cats mm. so i've had one if i ever had a cat it was always a black cat yeah 
because I just feel like safer. <laughs> like that's weird because people think opposite of a black cat. Yeah. They think no, about bad luck and like, But that's not how I how I see it at all. Like I still have a black cat at home right yeah. now. He's waiting for me to come home. <laughs> you know, but like it's he's a, he's a character too, man. Because yeah. he'll sleep on my chest at three a.m. Is he'll. Uh, Plop like himself right you? on my chest. Huh? I'm sure he's not like suffocating you, like dying. <laughs> 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 like, uh, like trying to suffocate me. No, but yeah, that's that's my only reoccurring dream was that one. Yeah. What about you, Arnold? Well, I wouldn't say it's a reoccurring dream, but I have a dream with a person every once in a while, with a lady. Uh huh. So, the first time I had a dream with this lady was years ago. Uh, it, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was years ago, right? I was 23, 23, 23, 24, I believe. So in this dream, my grandma's mad, right? She's breaking through walls. She's huge breaking through walls. And I see this lady just sitting, uh, sitting down, and she looks just like my grandma. And I ask her, Grandma, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I'm not your grandma. And I was like, what do you mean you're not my grandma? And she's like, no, but I know your grandma. And I was like, you know my grandma? She's like, yeah. And then she's like, your grandma's mad right now. She's mad for, she's had a bad life. I was like, what do you mean? She's always so happy. And she's like, well, in Cuba, they treated her this way. Her, her own mom kicked her on the street, was homeless with, with, your, with your mom and her sisters. And... They would her own mom would take away food from her and she will go days without eating. And I was like, my grandma. She's like, yeah. So whenever you're you're eating in front of your grandma, offer her food because she's hungry. She she'll tell you she's not hungry, mm. but she's hungry. I wake up. I go to my grandma. Hey, grandma, I had a dream that this lady told me that this happened to you in Cuba. This you were homeless and you had no food. She just starts bawling, starts crying. Yeah, that's true. My own mom kicked me out of my uh, out of my house when I when they had your mom. Wow! I, I she used cardboard as a bed in the street. Wow! Yeah. Shit. So the most recently thing I I dreamt with her in December, I got COVID, and it was really bad. Like it was bad. So when she my grandma told me when she comes to you in dreams it's because something's happening something's gonna happen. So I had a dream with her and she tells me in the dream that we're all connected in life. That no matter what, when we die, they were connected. Mm-hmm. And that I told her, I was like, but I don't want to die, right? And she was, I was like, but um, when you come back, like reincarnation, we'll, we'll still be connected at the chain. But I told her, I was like, I don't want to come back. If I if I go right now, I don't want to come back. And she was just like, it's not up to you. You don't know if a family might need you. Yeah. And then I woke up. And my grandma told me I had that dream because I was dying. Yeah, I was literally dying from COVID. I I went blind from one eye. I lost like fifteen. I lost. This is recent. December. Yeah. So um, I was dying from COVID, and I had that dream. So that's only reoccurring. Not dream, but person I dream with once in a while. Only when. Do you know this lady? She's my grandma's grandma. No way. Yeah. Wow. And my grandma told me. My grandma was like, describe her to me. I was like, she looks just like you. But like more like Older? serious, like she just has a serious look to her. She has a a hair bun. She's like, that's my grandma. Uh, I mean, a lot of people say that they don't see faces in dreams. Do you, yeah, I see, you faces. Able to see your face? I see faces. And yeah. she looks, she looked 
not exactly like her, but if I was to put them together, I would think they're sisters. Mm. But she is like that's my grand. She goes, that's my grandma. Yeah. And I, when I told her that, it was yeah. She felt it. Yeah. yeah she started crying. Yeah. Dude, she started crying. Wow. So when I dream with her, it's only like it's not all the time. It's like so I, I dream with her in December. Now and then like I dream with her last month. Yeah. And, and before that was like maybe years ago. Yeah, you've years had her. Ago. You've had her a few times. Yeah. And only when something's gonna happen. So when I had the when I had that dream, I tell my grandma because she's a spiritista. I was like, Grandma, tell me the truth. When I had COVID, she called me every day, every hour, every day, and I asked her, I was like, tell me the truth. Was I gonna die? And she just stays quiet. And she's like, Oh, I, I no. I was just calling you to make sure you're okay. But like when I had that dream, she told me that. Well, my uncle told me that she she told him that yeah that I was getting close and they were getting me ready to go like to go to the next place. Were you in the hospital? No, I was at home. You were at home. I was at home, and I was like, "You took it like a champ." <laughs> I, I, I told him, I was like, I, I, "Dude, I told him, I was like, I'm not feeling good, man." I was like, "I told, I, I, I even made a video that like a, a like a will. You did? I thought I was gonna die, and I, and I, I accepted it. Like I already, like a, a peace came over me. I was like, you know what? If I go out today, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I even yeah. told Chris, I like, hey, man, dude, I'm gonna die. Oh man, you'll be fine. I was like, no, dude, I really think I'm gonna die. <laughs> and then like I just lost like 15 pounds. I went blind from one eye. I couldn't smell. Couldn't taste. And then, like, my grandma, at, once I had that dream, a few days later, I, I was okay. She was there. I was like, whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> She's basically saved you. Yeah, dude. That's what my grandma wow. says. When she comes, it's because it's, it's something. So it's yeah. I, it's reoccurring. Not the same dream, but her. Mm-hmm. Her. So, yeah. That's crazy. They also do say, like, you, if you see people out in public, like strangers, you also, they, if you see their face, you dream about them. Like, you dream about, like, if you see, like... It like Gus, like if I'm having a dream and he's here and I see somebody walking by, it'll be, it'll be him. It'll be like a stranger, like but yeah. you see them, like who's this person? But you see them, you know, out on the street. Yeah. But you dream about them too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I have dreams also where it's not reoccurring, but like not quite visions either, but more of like a feeling. So it's like um, I had an aunt who was in El Salvador who lives in El Salvador and in my dream she came in like a surprise visit so she <clears throat> she comes into the hallway and I come out in my dream and I see her and I'm like oh Thea how are you like we didn't know you were coming she goes oh, I wanted to surprise you so she comes and she hugs me and it's a really long thought provoking hug you know like something doesn't feel right from this hug and she won't let me go like I'm trying to like separate but she won't let me go so i just kind of holds her still and then i start to cry like tears like kind of coming down then i wake up and then at the time i worked a graveyard shift from like 5 p.m to 2 a.m so at the time i was living with my mom but our schedules weren't really linked up so we wouldn't really see each other until maybe the next day and so she told me oh you know your thea she had a brain aneurysm you know she almost died you know basically and i was like that's weird because I had a dream about her last night where she visited like a surprise visit. And I felt like something was wrong because when she hugged me, she wouldn't let go. And I started crying. And so like from that point on, like whenever I have a dream about a specific person, I kind of, I try to reach out and yeah. see how they're doing because it's too specific sometimes. And most times when I do like they're going through something, it might not be life threatening, but they're going through something in life. So something is telling me, Hey, reach out to these people. Yeah. Like, do you guys have like um, dreams that come true? 
like you dream about something no but that yeah. i think that's where my superstition comes into play because when i think about something i don't want it to happen so it's kind of like i have to push it away and push it or kind of kind of tell myself nope that's not gonna happen because i had i've had that as well what like a premonition dream I don't, I don't think I've had. I have. But I have dreamt about someone that I never knew and met them. Really? Yeah. That's sort of one. Mm-hmm. That's sort of one. I guess so. Kind of. Yeah. You got uh, one? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, as as corny as it sounds, that's pretty much how I started dating my son's mom. What? Oh, what? What? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't that I'm cute. Sure. <laughs> um, by the way, OG says you're very cute. Aw, thank you, OG. <laughs> um, oh, you make me blush. <laughs> so, you said host is super cute. Is um, he probably, oh, he, oh, thank he, you. I'm about Rob. Well, oh. Rob, is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob is super cute. It's the tan. Rob yeah. is super cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, thank you for I get the hundred bitties, bro. I get orange. He gets orange. <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh, you met him? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. I met you. OG? Yeah, OG oh. says you're very cute. Don't, oh, don't thank look you, at baby. her. Don't look at her. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, OG. Thank you for 100 biddies, bro. I appreciate you, my brother. Um, So, originally, I met my, my son's mom through work, and we were just friends. Uh, I didn't have no attraction towards her. We were just, we just got along. Um, After I split up with my daughter's mom, um, I had a dream a couple weeks later uh, after the breakup. I had a dream that I was playing with her daughter. My daughter wasn't there. It was just it was her and my and her daughter. We were playing at the park. I was picking her up, putting her in a slide, and then she walked up. I hugged her to the side and I gave her a kiss. And I woke up. I was like, "What the fuck?" And you know, as corny as it sounds, I saw her the next day. It's like, "Hey, hey, hey! I had a dream about you." And I and, and I just realized what I what I was about to confess to her, and I was like, I don't think I want to tell you. <laughs> I don't I don't think I should tell you. She was like, just say it. You know you know how Jessica is. She's yeah. she's very blunt. Yeah. She was like she was like, stop being a bitch and just say it. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I used that to might... say stuff like that to girls too. You know? <laughs> yeah. I know people tell me like I had a dream about you. I'm like, what do you mean? But it was it was legit but, though. Like but, I was it was no pickup line. Yeah, I, I didn't have no interest in her. Right. Before that, right? <laughs> I didn't. I really didn't. Because I just got out of a seven-year relationship. So I'll, you think I want to jump into a brand new relationship? But I, yeah, I think that comes with what Diana said was when you see people's faces or like often. It, yeah, it lands in the subconscious part of your brain, and that comes out in your dreams. Yeah, a lot. So I, you know, I was like, all right, well, I had a dream that you and I were together, and she was like, in what way? I was like, well, like we were together, we're we're in a relationship, and she was like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's nice do it then. <laughs> she Let's was like, huh, line. interesting, and she just she was like, well, that's cool, and she walked away. I was like, I, uh, okay, and then she came. You know, we hung out during lunch, and she was like, you know, I've been thinking about what you told me, and uh, you know, are you interested? And I'm like. I think you're pretty. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I was waiting for that shit. I was waiting for that. I was like, I think, I think you're pretty, so yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't mind going on a date. You know, let's go out. And she was like, all right, let's go out. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, two years later, my son was born. 
Boom. Boom. <laughs> That's a nice pickup line. <laughs> it was not a pickup line, though. It was, uh, it was right. a legit. Yeah. You know right. what? Go fuck yourselves, all right? <laughs> fuck all y'all. Yeah, I used, to, I used to tell that to girls all the time. You know? <laughs> it works a lot of the time <laughs> sometimes. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, done. I'm done sharing my shit. Go fuck it. Uh, I'm out. Oh, my God. You know, actually, yeah. thinking back on it, too, I have one other reoccurring dream. It doesn't happen as often, but I always dream about my kid like yeah. but it's it's always the same it's always a girl and it's always the same child basically but I, I see the mom but it's never clear who the person is like it's never mm. like like any body type uh it's you, all you see is like an outline of a person like kind uh, of like a dark figure almost okay but almost like the light's not completely on them so like you can kind of see but i can't make out a face uh-huh so, but the the girl that I see is always the same. Like I see her very clear. She looks. She has dark, like almond kind of, very dark eyes like mine, and very black hair, pretty much like mine. Uh, very straight though. My hair is kind of wavy and and uh, I guess somewhat curly and thick. But hers was like not thin, but she had a lot of hair, and it's like always like dark. And she's always like five, like around that age. Not quite a baby, you know old enough to run around and talk yeah you know and then i'm always in bed like waking up from sleeping and she's always jumping on the bed like telling me to get up like get up get up get up it's time to play it's time to play i'm like i'm always like give me like give me give me a second i'll get up right now and then she'll like jump down and lay down next to me and she'll put her hand on my face like 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 do like one of these like wake up wake up yeah and then i wake up like kind of sometimes teary-eyed sometimes because it's always like <laughs> it's always the same girl so i feel like no matter like who i end up with this is like the child that i'm gonna this have is, this that'd is be daughter. really like cute if you actually have like your daughter like that yeah that's why i'm like kind of freaked out because like <laughs> if it does happen and then she looks like how i've dreamt her yeah it's gonna be crazy it's kind of like the time it is kind of weird because um, there's never like the mom is never clear mm. you know what i mean so it's like it could be anybody but no matter who it is, this is what I will end up with. Maybe the world, the universe is telling you. Maybe. No, it's not happening soon. <laughs> you know, it'll happen when it happens, but it's not going to be soon. Next year. <laughs> I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to do all these things before I have kids. Yeah, I feel that. Um, that is true. Um, my sister, Vanessa, she dreamt of her first kid, Ethan. Really? Yeah. She said that she saw a boy running. She said, I, I do remember her mentioning A boy running. Yeah. And then at that time, they didn't know that they were having a boy. Mm. She was pregnant, I think. It might have been. But I didn't know she was pregnant. She was pregnant. She knew that she was pregnant, oh. but she didn't know what she was having. Oh, okay, okay. But in her dream, she dreamt that she was having... That in her dream, she dreamt that it was a boy running. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was a 50-50 chance. True. I did. It would be correct. I did dream about my daughter before she was born, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So, yeah. I, I dreamt that I had a baby girl before she was even born. So, wait, yeah. like you already knew she was pregnant, or just long before? Uh, it was probably a little bit before, or probably that's I guess that connection when when you get you know when you're pregnant. I guess me predicting well, that, that I'm gonna have a daughter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it was around that timeline where you know where before we we knew we were pregnant, but pretty much I knew I was gonna have a daughter. Yeah, that seems pretty like. Again, the odds seem pretty. 
good. Yeah. You know, there's fifty fifty percent chance you'll get it right. But if my shit happens, like that would be crazy because like you I've know had what you should do. You should go to like um. You should write it down. That and then go to um, like a visual visual artist mm-hmm. and have him draw you oh, yeah. a, a facial. A facial, yeah. 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 And then it, once you have a daughter, go like this. Yeah, that would be freaky. That would be little. I mean, all she has to really turn out is with long, long, dark black hair like mine and eyes like mine. And yeah. Like, I mean, that's person. gonna happen for sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I no, the things that I have is deja vu moments. A lot of deja vu moments. I have a moments. lot of that. Yeah. Like, I, I had a deja vu moment of me flipping in a car. And that did happen. Mm. From the first car accident that I had. I was, like, I was, um, not dreamt, but, like, like, probably, yeah, dream. Um, that I was in a car and that it flipped. And then there was this one time that I was out with my friend. And then the tires from the front of her car, because it wasn't even my car, it was her car, popped in the freeway. And I was, um, this actually did happen. Um, I was trying to gain control of the car, and obviously I lost it, and then um, I hit the edge of the, there was like a bank, and I just flipped over. Luckily, nothing happened to us. We literally just crawled out of the car, but it could have been worse. But I always had that type of deja vu, you know, dream or like thought like thought the daydream kind yeah of yeah basically daydream but it did happen and i'm like wait am i like a psychic or something mm-hmm. like can i you know see these things because yeah. i always have those type of moments i'm like wait i thought about this and it's happening now like yeah i don't know if that's yeah. happened to you guys before i've experienced i've experienced deja vu a lot and a lot of people have a lot of theories what deja vu is yeah mine is i don't know if Obviously, no one knows what it really is, but sometimes I feel like it's past lives intersecting yeah, with each other. You that's know what, what I, mean? I think, too. I have a theory about deja vu. Uh, I think it's what we dream as babies. Because mm. um, when we see our our children, we see us laughing, we, we, we see them cry, and the way the way I think of it is, what, what are they dreaming? Well, like people say that since they're you know newborns and babies, they dream about angels. Like that's all they they think about. Yeah, they dream about that till I think they're seven years old. The way I see it is they they dream about their future, and that's what Deja Vu reacts to us when we see. It's like, huh, I remember seeing this in my dreams, or I remember feeling this feeling before. And that's why that's my theory. So your theory is, as a kid, you dream your whole life. Yes. So you're watching television sh- television show of your life, apparently. Or, and then you live or it. it could be that they're dreaming someone else's life, and then as you grow up, you kind of remember maybe that mm. passing feeling. Yeah, and, yeah. Because you know. yeah, I don't. Because I mean, when I think about it, because I think past lives are real. I think we come back, and we're different bodies, different minds, but mm. you know, our brains are electricity. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think we pick up on those fields. You know, they're out there. Because I mean, when you think about it. The planet has been around for 60 billion years. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, we weren't around for a lot of that. Yeah. But for as long as people have been alive, it took that long for me to be born. Like, the odds seem so small when you think about that. Like, it took that long for me, for my mom to meet my dad, and then here I am. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, what if we just come back and we just are in new bodies and deja vu is us kind of remembering a 
a hint or an inkling of okay. your past life. Okay, maybe. But that makes sense. What do, what do you think about it biologically? Biologically. Now, biologically meaning you look at it at the super big picture of the universe and you're looking at us as creatures, as organisms. All we're doing is procreating. Same thing that we do that we look at in, in, in a in a in a microscope. They they two org- organisms merge, create another one, and go on and so forth. That's what we're doing. Yeah, but the crazy thing the crazy thing to think about is when it's our time, like when it is your time to be a living being at that point. That's your you conscience I mean? just kind of wandering. Kind of, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. you can think. I mean, there's many ways you can go yeah, and yeah, think yeah. about it, you know, but it's crazy to think that it took that long for me to have life at this point. It's so it's like when you have deja vu, how do you know you're just not remembering or even having that passing faint feeling of a life you've lived before? You know, why does it feel so simi- or feel so familiar or why do I know this kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah like feeling for me, like I always not now I don't feel it, but then I used to feel that I was going to die young. Mm-hmm. I, was, I always felt that feeling. I always told, I don't know if I ever told you, but yeah, I always told my brothers and my sisters, like, I feel like I'm going to die young. Mm-hmm. And then after my accident that I had recently, I don't feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So one of, one, of, uh, one of my viewers, Reaper, uh, put down that he, I had a dream of my little girl being born but lost her and her mother from, from a car crash. But not just losing my girl and my my little girl, I lost my cousin. Um, not sure if that actually happened, Reaper. God forbid that ever happens. But that's you know. That's a dream that he has, or that happened. He had a dream of that before. So I guess it's not oh. clear if it actually came to pass. Yeah. With a slightly different result. Yeah. So. You know, hopefully, if it if it had happened or hasn't happened, hopefully it never happens. You know. Yeah, we'll send you the good love, brother. Good love, bro. I had a I had a recurring dream since I was pretty damn young. I was like maybe seven or eight years old, but the dream was I would be stand. I would be sitting. I'm maybe three, four years old. I'd be sitting in a dark living room with the TV on. Grandma's sitting on a, one of these, like, single couches. She's just sitting there having a cigarette. Left hand. All I would see is her feet. I would know it. <clears throat> I know it's her. She's sitting there, and I'm just staring at everything around. And it's dark. TV's on. I don't remember what the TV was, had on. Um, but when I would try to focus on my grandma... I, it's not. I I couldn't talk to her or anything. But when I try to focus on her, there was this thing where I would see letters. I would see letters, and if uh, it's it's kind of weird. I'm looking at her. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I'm looking at her, and I see letters. When I try to focus on the letters, they get big and fat. When I look past the letters, they become thin and tall. And I had that dream for quite a few years. First one was about eight, nine years old, seven, eight, nine years old, until about 16 when I really stopped having that dream. 
I had it one more time around the time that my son was born, which is like five years ago, six years ago. And I still haven't had that, but the same exact dream. It's never, it's never gone past that where I see, I try to focus on the letters. After that, I don't know if I wake up, but it just, it's gone. The, the dream, I just, I don't know if it stops there or I just don't remember what, what goes on after. It, it would scare me because I don't know what the letters meant. I didn't, I didn't know what the letters were. I, I don't know what the word was. But the scary was, you know, seeing, focus on, focusing on it, and it kind of like blow up in your like, just become fat letters. Yeah. I don't know how how that fuck. I don't know how that works. So Reaper responded to what he put, and he says the dream was true of my girl and little girl. I found out the next day from her mom and dad. Wow. Very next day. Yeah. Wow. Well, so when that happens, and like. My like beliefs is that they came to say goodbye, like in the dream. Yeah, that's 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 what my cousin got from my grandma when she passed away. Uh, she said my grandma came to visit her in her dreams and just pretty much to to reassure her that she's happy, and you know she's she's you know in peace. So I'm sorry, Reaper, about your loss. Much love to you, brother. I hope. Uh, you go through you get through this man yeah but, much right, love bro. man we'll send you all the good love from every, from everybody around here hopefully you know <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so one thing that I did this <laughs> and I meant to do this stay stay strong Reaper I'm sorry but <laughs> the fucking floor is sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry why 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 <laughs> <laughs> he did this <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone in the podcast. But he, I don't want to explain it, but he did a specific salute that we do not do. I don't condone today's world. <laughs> but um, much love to you, Reaper. I'm sorry that you about love, your Reaper about your loss, bro. Stay yeah, strong. Man, yeah. We have you have all our prayers in this room. Yep. Sorry, bro. I wanted to bring uh, I, we, we didn't really talk about it, but let's bring up. I want to bring up the deja vu thing. I mean, everybody's kind of perspective and where it comes from and, you know, where, where, where I guess where it all comes from. Um, yeah, Arnold. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Deja Vu is telling us, like, we're on the right path. We're, that's where we're supposed to be in life. Um, it's a weird moment, right? I had Deja Vu when me and him got shot at. <laughs> it's oh. weird. Got shot it, at? We got shot at. Like an actual gun. Yeah. Gun <laughs> yeah. No one shot, gun shot. shot at them. A gunshot. It was like, guns. Oh, a gun. Actual gun. Hey, girl. Like What's aiming, popping? Like aiming at you. Yeah. Like From behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 no, so, uh, me, me, Flores, and my brother got shot at. So, um, for some reason, when I was with Chris, we were just going to get my brother from the from the Wilshire subway station in LA. And as we're walking back with my brother, I get like a weird feeling like I've been here before. Mm. And I see the, I, I see a car like in my head, like and the car pops up and, uh, and asks us, what did they ask us? Oh, like, where are you from? And I, when I was younger, I was a hothead. I was like, what the fuck? Where are we? <laughs> and then all you hear, let's blast these fools. I was like, I feel like, and then like, 
I got the deja vu. Mm. I was like, oh shit. And then Chris and my brother like, rah. Yeah. Shit. So I, like, it felt. Like, I felt close to, to death in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy because, like, they were shooting and I felt wind passing me. It was crazy. Like, like not even and like on the ground, like, aiming at you. Yeah, like, they, were, they were trying to get us. Oh, my God. And, like, I don't quite know how to describe the feeling, but you hear the buzz kind of of the bullet and it's like just kind of zips by and it felt close like i felt the air around me kind of change you a little bit you know like it felt really close and i was like holy shit you know like thanks (laughs) 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 but we managed to like we could kind of like hid for a bit and then we ran back to but they kept going back and forth yeah they kept like circling trying to find us it was crazy Damn, God just because you said that. Well, they asked where we were from. And yeah. when I was younger, I, um, like, I was like a hothead. Yeah. I was a hothead. So <laughs> I just learned how to fight. So you I was. Just learned like, how to fight. Yeah, like, I, I've been training because I got my ass beat by this guy right here. So. Uh, no surprise. <laughs> hey, he's your best friend? Yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> oh, okay. we, we sparred. Like, his uncle kind of had us spar each other. Uh-huh. And so at that time, he wasn't very experienced, and I had some martial arts experience so we kind of sparred and I guess I didn't know he didn't have that much I got my ass beat <laughs> so I hit him with like like a two piece combo and he was kind of like it done. was like it was literally it was literally just like a two piece and I was done I was like oh I was like what the fuck I was like that hurt and I got up I was like I'm fighting I'm all wobbly Woo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah what do you what do you, what do you practice taekwondo or? Uh, well I do Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu Muay Thai okay Back then, I didn't do it. Just jujitsu. Okay. For me, it was more Muay Thai and boxing. Okay, okay. So I got my ass beat. But yeah, <laughs> so me learning how to fight, I became a hothead, whatever. And then they asked me where I'm from, and I don't like that anyways. So I was like, what the fuck, bitch? And then I just heard, let's blast these fools. I was like, uh. I how, how many guys were there? Two guys. Two guys. Yeah, one was driving. And then it was me, my brother, and Flores. And I didn't think about anything because i was oh, i can fuck anybody up yeah and nope you can't fuck up a gun no. you cannot fuck up a gun no, but deja vu i was like i'm supposed to be here yeah. but sheesh yeah <laughs> Woo, good times good. But yeah i feel like that's another way you can look at deja vu too like you're on the right path you know, mm-hmm. you're you're where you're supposed to be in that moment yeah. you know yeah but then i also think it could be what i said earlier so I do believe yeah. what you said earlier about living the past life and then it's just, you know, reoccurring. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people believe and some people believe that death is final. That's it. It's, it goes black and that's it. No. You no longer exist. Others believe in heaven and hell. You know, I'm not 100% sure if I believe there's a heaven and a hell, but I believe that there are spirits that walk the earth. You know, so it's like, it's hard to say, you know, there's no concrete anything until it happens so i guess we'll find out when that happens of course but um yeah man like scary yeah. shit what about you dana how about what i mean the deja vu thing where where do you think it comes from well what he was saying that um like you lived in the past and you're re- kind of relieving mm-hmm. it yeah like for me like i like i've said like i always felt like i was gonna die young and then having that accident that I recently had from the car accident, now I don't feel like that anymore. I don't feel like I'm going to die young now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I basically survived that, and then I'm leaving past that time. 
Mm. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, like I, I'm, I'm following you. So now you don't really experience deja vu that much? Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Um, Some, I used to, uh, yeah, okay, so I see what you're saying. So you somehow defied your fate, what, whatever fate it was yeah. supposed to be kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah, because I, I, I used to have a lot of deja vu every time. And then the ones that I, that I do remember were the car accidents. Mm-hmm. So the w- the one that I remember is the car that flipped. Mm-hmm. I always do. I always have the degree of car flipping. Mm-hmm. And then um, obviously I had that accident. Nothing happened to me at all. Like no scratches, mm-hmm. nothing. And the most recent accident was the car accident I had, the, which was the major one. Yeah. And they did say like they look. They thought that I was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like how my sisters uh, saw me. Or I don't know if you remember, yeah. but they thought that I was really gonna die mm-hmm. that that time, and then now I don't feel like I'm gonna die young. Yeah, I see. I see. I get what I you're get saying you. now. Yeah. I mean, like I said, <laughs> I, like I was talking about earlier, the the when you look at it universally, in some way, I I agree with with Flores and Dana about. There's electricity in your brain, and everybody is somehow connected. I get that because I have a lot of a lot of deja vu, and the one way to kind of my thing in my head is to kind of get rid of that superstition or that thing. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. Is to say it out loud. Say it out loud. Deja vu. Mm-hmm. If I oh, see yeah. it again, you huh? do that a lot. You see me do that. Yeah, shit? you do that. A lot. Deja vu. <laughs> I have to say it. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, like, it, 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 in my head, it would be like, if I don't say it, there's something going to happen. Something wrong. Something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or something. So you kind of expel it from your mind almost. Kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. like that. And I think it's the subconscious looking at different pictures that, that happen throughout the day, even throughout your life, and bringing it all together and that looks familiar say say you're in a room say we're right here you've seen a, a macbook before or a, a imac you've seen a motorcycle before you've seen a garage door a computer this and that your brain combines all that together and forms a so-called memory mm-hmm. a deja vu and we call it deja vu because we can't explain it because we we it feels familiar but I mean, it's 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 a crazy, crazy thought, I and mean, we can go on and on for this shit. I mean, when you think about it, though, um, we there was a time long ago where science could be considered magic. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As we develop as a species, two hundred years ago, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, that it's very recent, you know. So anyone who you know, thought of looking at the stars, stuff like that, like that could all be deemed as magical or superstitious at uh, some point. So there's a point where the something, Europeans. yeah, there's there's a point where everyone believes something that is now real might have been a superstition or not mm-hmm. quite real. Yeah, you know what I mean. So this is probably something that just hasn't been proven yet. I don't think you know? it can ever be. Maybe, maybe not. But when we think about where technology, where we are at as a race as the human race technologically and i don't know if you guys believe that aliens exist but i do believe uh, I aliens do. exist I do. I do. yeah they're coming in june <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so they are clearly 
very beyond what we're capable of. You really think very that beyond? beyond? I think they so. can visit us, so we can't visit them. So yeah. they have technology or that lets them travel a good amount of distance yeah. to see us. I also think China too. Yeah, there's there's just their technology, the stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's still nothing compared oh, nothing to to, the, yeah. to yeah. be able to travel space like that. Yeah, and they're clearly they're clearly far beyond through. what we're capable of. A lot of wormholes and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. black stars can. Yeah, it's, but clearly they're far beyond what we're capable yeah. of. So their oh. their intelligence has, and science is clearly far beyond what we're capable of, mm-hmm. capable of. So maybe they have some experience with you know deja vu. Maybe they have it proven there. You know we don't really know. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll get there if we don't kill ourselves in the process. You know what I mean? But you know, we just don't know yet. Have you guys seen the movie The Fourth Kind? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I have not. Do you seen be- yeah. no? You should watch it. It's a good one. With uh, is it Mila Jovovich? Yeah, yeah, I heard of it, never seen it. No, it's based on a true story, I think. Yeah, yeah. true events, right? True events, yeah. But um, that's that's why I do believe in it. Like I believe that it's not just us. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way that this planet is the only planet in the entirety of yeah. boundless, endless space that we're the only one that has a sun that can that's far enough away that can sustain life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just not. It's just crazy. Even from a religious standpoint, it's crazy to think. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's crazy to think that even from a religious standpoint, you couldn't believe it. Because if God made the Earth in six days, two thousand years ago, yeah, more than that. Clearly. Well, no, apparently. Well, well, according to Christianity, yeah. yeah. So even when you look at it like that, it's like who says he couldn't do it again, or he, or that uh, maybe he made something somewhere else didn't work out. All right, let me try again. And then now we're here or aliens, you know, we were first and because in their Bible, aliens aren't in the Bible, so they're not real, but maybe we're the first creation and God made us in his image. But clearly, I think that's the Anunnaki theory. Yeah. But, but clearly we're not in his image. We fail completely if we're supposed to be God's image. You know what I mean? Live up to his standards. Mm -hmm. So who's to say he didn't do it again and then perfected it. And that's why they're far more advanced than we are. And in their Bible, it talks about, hey, this is the danger of, you know, a broken society because we kill each other all the time. It's we're merciless with each other. Yeah. Since the dawn of man, you know, that's how primaries are. Exactly. And we haven't really changed further than that. (laughs) The only thing that keeps most people in check now is law and religion, because those kind of keep law keeps normal people from killing each other because of the fear of going to jail or, you know, the death sentence. Mm -hmm. Those are like the mental kind of things that we're conditioned to believe. If you commit a crime, you're going to do the time Mm -hmm. religion. Also, if you, you know, sin, you're going to hell. Yeah. So those things keep normal people in check. Well, the religion thing that's been around for a few thousand years. Yeah. The law thing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but it's, something keeps us in check. Yeah. Whether it's law or religion. But those are all things that, you know. It might it might be death that keeps us in check. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. The fear of what happens after death. That's the fear of not the, knowing. Exactly. That, yeah. the, from the religious aspect. Yeah. End up in hell. Yeah, we don't and know. And then just we from a normal we, person that just doesn't want to die. In a know? religious aspect, we don't know if God had 
uh, forgiving us for you know exactly. for the sin that oh, we because we, we asked for forgiveness confess. like that's just because it. we asked doesn't yeah. mean he's gonna you know dish doesn't it make out. sense you know so yeah you know it's crazy to think like yeah we're we're definitely not alone in this universe no and, and no. how far beyond aliens because I mean I don't think they look like green men but I think they no. look somewhat similar to us just far more advanced than there, there, I've heard this one theory that they are us. From li- uh, Earth life years ago, mm-hmm. a couple million maybe, they moved on to a, d- a different planet, a different solar system. They've created a, a totally different society, civilization, and they've kept us here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's also theories of, of why we've never returned to the moon, this and that shit. Mm-hmm. It might be, be because of that. Didn't they just go to the moon again? No. Uh, China just dropped um, something. What is it, a rover or some shit? Yeah, they dropped the rover in the mo- on the moon. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, we've come to that part of the show where we got to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, Rome, Rome ten thirty on Twitch. You can always follow him. Follow the stream. Listen to the podcast. Watch the podcast. And uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Thank you for having me, brother. The lovely, of course, the lovely Diana. Thank you so much for having me, too. (laughs) 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 Arnold and Flores. Arnold, thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Giggity. Arnold, uh, Flores. Thanks, guys. You can also follow me on Twitch. Full Metal (laughs) underscore Carnage. You can also follow me there. Follow Flores. I will be starting Twitch. soon. I'm having technical difficulties, but I'm going to get it sorted out. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, I appreciate you guys. You got the love on Twitch. And uh, for Paul Lyon, this is it. Love you guys. Appreciate it. And later. <laughs>